Yeah. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what what's up? up? What's good? What's the word? Long time no here. <laughs> right? In what, two months? Yeah, that was a good, that was a good little break. Um, it was a good break. It was a good break. How's everything? I mean, life just got back on track today. Literally for what, me. What you mean? What happened? Why was it on track? Yeah, I don't be letting people know about my struggles, but I've been unemployed since January. Oh my goodness. Yep. But lo and behold, by the blessings of the good Lord. Speak was, on it. I was given an offer and a, a very fiscally sound opportunity today. So I'm back up even higher than I was with the previous job that let me go. I love it. Amen. Amen. Won't he do only will. Listen, what's up, Snack King? <laughs> That's what we need, like, with all these changes, because everybody going through changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you could have felt a change coming when that happened, but I usually can feel when changes are coming. So that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're back in good graces. My shit was so unexpected. They hit me with the layoffs on a Friday afternoon. Oh my Sorry. God. I was like, the CEO and the sales director hit me up and they was like, yeah, we need to have a meeting with you at 5.30 on Friday. I was like, 5.30 on Friday? I'm like, y'all know I don't do meetings mm. on Friday. They're like, it's very important. And then they talk about, uh, we can't afford to keep keep your position. So I was like, but the numbers I'm putting up, they Right. And I said, we're a startup, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo. I was like, they let me go. I only had six months of unemployment. That shit ran out. Mm-hmm. I'm running through savings. I was like, you know what? I'm kicking in the overtime. And mm. I like, went to this, this. I went into an in-person interview today mm. with a, a solutions company that be paying big money. And uh, I impressed the hell out of the CEO so much. Them niggas called me before I got home and was like, offers in your email. Signing nice. I was like, word. Oh, what nice. were you doing? Boy, well, do it, Bonnie. Well, so, you got you um, a personal Good Friday. Yeah, a personal Good Friday. I was like, yo, I gotta let Shan know what's going on because you know I don't, I, I don't be on here complaining. About, oh, what was me? I just be like, look, I just yeah. be going through it. Focus on the solution. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Well, welcome back to the Real Relationship Report. We're going to do a quick yeah. one tonight. We're going to hit you with a good hour show or less. Mm-hmm. Um, let me play this message before I get into this. Hey, shout out to the panel. Welcome back, Dungeon. Yeah. Hey, and congratulations, brother. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. I guess people know we ain't been on here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. We took a um a two month break break to have some summer. I wish I could do that with work. Be like, I'm off for the summer. One one day. One day. Listen, um, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to be back on for the summer. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> Once you you we all personally go through life. But one thing bills don't give a fuck about is your feelings and yep. what you're going through in life. They just like, well, this is due. Uh-huh. Make make something shake or shake somebody, but this is due. So I what? get it. Um, so I'm glad what? you back on track. I'm still working. What they say this? 
they say that the true measure of a man is not how he fails, but how he recovers from failure. Yes. I was like, yo, that ain't nothing truer than that, man, because you could easily be ready to give up out here in these streets with the yeah. way these jobs are doing. Like the stuff I yeah. learned in a six month period, it don't never take me six months to get a job. It took me but, six and a half months. But that's how time. horrible it is. And then I, I'm currently still working a job. I haven't stopped working since oh. February of 2020. Uh-huh. And since last June, I've been looking for another job and I'm still looking. So it's horrible out here. And you could be looking at jobs that's the same mirror position that you already had that you can do because you're doing yep. it. And they'll yep. still be like, um, unfortunately, we went with another candidate. Exactly. I feel like a lot of these jobs are demographically fishing because. Yep. A lot of these corporate jobs, they get awards based on how diverse their workplace is. So I mm. feel like they're posting a job, they're fishing. Okay, is this person a veteran? Is this person Hispanic? Is this person yep. this? What high, yep. what low percentage do we have? What do we need to fill? I feel mm-hmm. like it has to be that because how can what you're asking be what I do for the last four, five years, six years, mm-hmm. and you say you went with another candidate. What are they doing? Or you, or you found, so right at where my last straw was where I knew they was doing some bullshit, they literally emailed me and said, we went with somebody who was slightly a better fit for the role than you. I'm like, that's that's impossible. With what I right. do as a right. business development manager, nobody can be slightly better than you. They're either all the way better than you or they're right. not nowhere nearly as good as you are. So like I was like, oh y'all just doing some bullshit out here. Yeah, like, or y'all don't y'all didn't go me. with me because of what I look like. Mm-hmm. But you my, know they're blatantly not going to say that. But you know. Oh yeah, you can't you can't say that. But my recruiter told me he's like, don't get it twisted. He's like, it's not you because I was calling him. I was telling him I frustrated. I was getting because I was like, mm-hmm. yo, it don't never take me this long to get a job. And he was like, yeah. listen, bro. He's like, half these jobs that they're putting out here aren't even real jobs. He's like, that's Thank why I was you. Good that you got me as a recruiter. He's like, at least I'm sending you on stuff that I know is real. And he's like, and the, the position I went for today, the CEO did the interview. Now, I knew for a fact, ain't no CEO participating in no fake bullshit with a company. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that's the one thing they won't do is be like, and I'm going to also do fake interviews. No, they ain't got time for that. And you know so what? Now- that's good, too. <laughs> The mm-hmm. only reason why a CEO would want to sit in on who he's hiring is because he's tired of the bullshit he already dealt with. Yep. And that was, and he, so I had two people on this interview I did today. It mm-hmm. was the CEO and the marketing, the, the regional VP of marketing. And the VP mm-hmm. of marketing was so impressed with me from the Zoom interview that he was like, yo, you got to meet this guy. And it was funny because he was very nonchalant about it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the CEO was like, yeah, he's like, you think Joe, because Joe backed you up very big, like very big. He was mm-hmm. like, this guy's incredible. And then I looked at Joe and he's like, are you all right? And I was like, yo, I, don't ah. listen, bro. I tell you how much I appreciate you right now. Like, it was The funniest part about it was my dad was like, so uh, were they white? I was like, yeah. He's like, so you went back to the white folk. I was like, you better believe. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I was like, the niggas is the one that cut me off. <laughs> was unexpectedly, that was a black owned company and they just let me go like a white company would. So I was like, well, might as well go back to white folk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Like shit. laughs> so 
I'm right back at it. But they they offered me a salary I couldn't refuse, and a position with a very stable, financially especially company, and it's only 20 minutes from where I live, so I'm good. Oh I'm my God, remote. that's perfect. Yep, I'm off remote work back in the office, but I don't give a damn. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna start making high high six figures again. I'm good. <laughs> the money will pay for each sales. Yeah, well, um, everything is cool over here, but it's really hot over here. My titties are sweating. I literally just came in the house. <laughs> with... Um, this week was like a at office week, so I've been at the office all week. It's been very hard for me. I'm going to sleep like a brick tomorrow morning because the long guy came already today. Okay. Um, I, uh, you know me, I'm continuously working all the time. Okay. Podcasts, um, merch, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The girls go to back to school in like two weeks. So uh-huh. running around like crazy trying to get their stuff together, but everything's cool. Tonight Wait, is... Uh, back in August? Yeah, they go back in August. Uh, Georgia, they go back in August. Okay. So, August second, they in that thing. Um, these months, these months are going quick. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just getting ready for that. I'm going to enjoy that those hours with them away <laughs> uh-huh. because I mean it hasn't been an annoying summer, but it's just like so demanding. And then you know yeah. when they're home, they eat more and cereal is like six dollars a box and they go through cereal that same day so i'm just like no y'all gotta go y'all gotta go somewhere else (laughs) so um i'm going to appreciate august but for right now it is july 14th my dad's 100th birthday and um we are doing episode nine for the real relationship rapport and the topic is, we know you lying, okay? And when it comes to relationships or people, this can go either way. There's bigger lies told to people to stay in relationships, but there are lies told by single people on why they're not in a relationship or why they don't want a relationship. And I just want to go through some that I have on the list. Um, that's why I like, you know, an hour is perfect because I don't feel like it's going to take us all this time to go through this list. I'm sure you have some that you've heard or you've been hearing, but, um, I appreciate those clips you sent me too, because those are my same thoughts. Like the audacity for women to think that their, their body is enough to demand all these things. Um, it's just like how men, some men may think, oh, I got money. I know she going to do X, Y, and Z. A lot of times, depending on the woman, money is not about to make a a woman flinch. Not not at all. You know, the same thing with women and their bodies. Like, I don't care about you looking good. There's 12 other women today that I'm going to see that are going to look good. There has to be something else to you while I'm putting in my effort. And so, um... It's going to be a good show, a good one, a quick one, an honest one. So this lie list, the first lie that I hear is I'm going to do better than you anyway, so I'm not worried. I feel like 
if you break up with somebody, just break up with somebody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to validate why you're breaking up with them by saying, I'm going to do way better than you anyway. You know, it don't matter. Or I'm going to have this. And when you leave, I'm going to do this. First of all, if y'all breaking up, that person doesn't care. Yep, exactly. I, I feel like that's the biggest lie. And I feel like people who feel like they have to do that or throw what they're going to do in someone's face that's probably the one that's leaving or they did something, you know, disrespectful that was like the last straw in the relationship. So now they're like throwing jabs. I feel like you more worried about doing better than I am. Yeah, exactly. And and to add to that, you can't even do that when you know that your your mate wasn't that bad. It's just things didn't work out between y'all. So you can't do the don't start acting like they're a worthless piece of shit now when you were dating right. them because they had a lot of good qualities about them that you did like and other things didn't work out, maybe communication or whatever, maybe even sex, whatever it was. But you can't put them down now like they were some broke-ass bum. Right. And if you're the men, men, listen to this. At the end of the day, we got the better options out here for the breakup. There's way more qualified women out here waiting for a single qualified male to come back onto the, the scene than there are for single qualified men to come back on the scene for a single that's woman. true. These niggas, that's like... One thing a man ain't got to worry about when he break up with his woman is possibly finding another quality woman if he knows what he's doing. Because there's a whole bunch of y'all out there. Not saying it's going to be easy, but it's possible. But for y'all, as far as the men, I feel sorry for women. And I know this is enhancing your t- your time clock, Shan. But yeah. <laughs> I of that. But yes, these niggas out here are so bad that it's like, ah. Uh... I'm good. Just continue to work on myself and being single. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. But when you when you both were equally yoked, don't do all that shit talking in the breakup. Just break up and keep moving forward. Wish each other the best and move on. Like all that yeah. shit talking because you know both of y'all was good. It just didn't work out. But we're not going right. to sit there and like, oh, now you a bomber. Now you're dick little because, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yes. I do that now because yeah. we both loved each other at one point and I was Mr. Amazing and you were Superwoman at one point in this relationship. So don't try to belittle each other now that it's over. Just go on and wish each other the best and move the fuck on. That's it. Facts. Facts. I agree with that. Um, I just like, I, I'm, I'm the type of person where we have, I like to have a conversation. I agree to disagree. I come to a realization that this is not going to work and I peacefully exit. There's never like, from my side, there's never no like calling him out his name or da 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 or me blowing up his phone or driving by his house. Like, I'm not doing none of that. Nope. When I get to a point where the energy is, I feel like the energy is not worth it to give you, <clears throat> I just, cut my ties and I don't need that I don't need to call you next week and see if I really want to do this I made a decision and I have learned not to double back because doubling back doesn't do shit but make you feel stupid for returning so which side do you think has a harder time dealing with the breakups the men or the female 
like as far as like letting it go and moving forward without doing all that at the end well today on today's meter of male and female both but (laughs) usually when men were not this sassy yeah. Um, it was women. It was women who had that issue, but now it's like both. It's like men are equally catty, or men are equally uh, just like hella aggressive, but in a like passive way. Like you could be talking to them, the conversation be be calm, and then like a flip of a hat. So why the fuck did it do? do, 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 do. I want to talk about why you would and I want to talk about this is why this and I remember back then like we wasn't even on that, uh-huh. you know. And I had to learn that because I it used to be one of those women where I would break up with somebody, go months or a year without talking to them. For some reason, we in conversation by text or by phone everything's cool and then they flip it and just like so why are we not together mm. oh. i don't want to have this conversation i just wanted to talk to you about these shoes that came out like how <laughs> do we get here you know and so yep. sometimes you have to learn to cut ties because that's the healthiest thing for both of you um right now and this year in 2024 i'm still struggling with um my first ex from high school letting go like Uh letting go of the possibility that we might be something or moving on and and searching for who he needs to be with um and i just find like a lot of times when he has like an in for conversation it becomes tomorrow and the next day, and the next day. And I'm just like, no, he's trying to snowball some shit. Like, this is about to be norm, the norm. And so I had to put him back on block. Uh-huh. Because we cool, but I don't want to be your everyday friend. I don't want to be your everyday conversation. I don't want you to randomly text me your feelings because I cannot do anything with them for you. Yeah, exactly. So um, my second lie that's always told to people is I wasn't talking to her or him. After y'all were together and maybe you feel stupid that you were talking to this person or maybe they embarrass you or maybe, um, you know, you see someone else that you like and they were like, well, I thought you was talking to such and such. Why are people so quick to just like automatically put down somebody that they were clearly in dealings with because someone noticed. Yeah, that's weird. Like, what are you hiding? Yeah, why would you do that? Like, I'm not, I'm not about to, you know, lock you up because you were with someone and we weren't together. I'm just pointing out that, yeah, when I would go places, I would see you with this person. If y'all wasn't together, y'all sure look like a couple. Like, I'm not cussing you out. Just stand on it and i think a lot of people when they have issues with being honest Um, it's like they constantly on defense about shit they don't got to be on defense about and to me what that tells me is oh this person can't be trusted or this person is comfortable hiding shit yeah and so i'm just like okay cool cool (laughs) 
Right. Um, another lie that I don't like is when people swear on their mama or their kids. Oh, Lord. Like, come on, grow up. We not at the playground. You're a grown man. I'm a grown woman. If I ask you something and you give me your answer, just give me your answer. I don't need you to swear on your mama or your kids because that just tells me you got something to hide and you're looking for me to feel like your word is your bond. And if I got to tell you, swear on your mama, <laughs> then yep. I, I already think that you're a liar. Exactly. So you don't need to People need to grow up. Um, when people say this shit right here, and I know people might say because it's cute, but this shit is not realistic. We will be together forever. Uh, I I feel safe saying that when we've been married for forty years and we're both listen. That's the and, biggest and, crack of bullshit to me. Yeah, I'm never going to tell somebody we're going to be for, together forever. Now, what could be true is. I'm going to always love you forever. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. I'm going to do my best by you as long as I'm here, you know? Um, and I can say that to my kids, but I will never tell my kids, I'm going to be with you forever. I'm never going to leave because that's a lie. Yeah. I don't dictate that. You know what I'm saying? I just do the best with the times that I am with them. And I feel like people have to get to that honesty place of <clears throat> you do the best that you can with the time that someone gives you to build a relationship whatever that relationship might be some people are in a relationship and it doesn't have to be a marriage for the goal mm -hmm. but y'all got to be in the same page that the goal is not marriage here so you're not putting in all this effort to be like okay if i do this and i do that and I'm with him for two years, and I meet his mom, and I'm nice to his kids, then he's definitely going to have to get me a ring. <laughs> no, let's have a conversation. Let's be adults and have a conversation first. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, what do you want out of this relationship that we're building? And I feel like people don't have that conversation, Dungeon, because they're scared of what the answer is going to be and what is going to make them have to decide. Oh, of course. Please and that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Please believe it. It's like um, if somebody was like, ooh, I want to go here and I want these people to teach me how to fly a plane, but I never want to fly a plane by myself. Well, the end goal is for you to learn how to fly by yourself. If that is not why you are here, then let's have a conversation now. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Like, come on. We know where this is going. Um. The next lie that I don't like is, that's not what I meant. Good Lord, yeah. <laughs> and, this, and this just goes back to like, as you get older, how you talk to people must grow. Uh -huh. How you um, use your words must change. Um, certain things I believe should not be text because it can be taken different ways. Certain discussions shouldn't be over the phone because in a heated moment with emotion, you might be reading the other person wrong on why they said or how they said what they said. Mm -hmm. But in person, I feel like it is 
way more appropriate to calm down, maybe go out to eat or go walk outside and walk in a relaxing space and talk to your person. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, you know, today we have social media. We got Twitter. We got um, DMs. We got uh, people taking pictures of chats um, mm. and side group conversation all before you actually talk to the person you actually need to talk to to figure out what's going on. Yep. People, and I feel like, what'd you say? They haters out here, man. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's super rude and disrespectful for you to share your problems that you haven't shared with your person yet with all these other people and then be like, oh, they get here at eight o'clock tonight. I'm gonna let you know what happened. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Don't be giving me this premeditated energy. <laughs> Cause that's all it is. Like why you, why you so like tense? You know, when you walk into a room and you know, when maybe your girl, she something's up cause the way she gave me one word answers or a good way that I would know that some shit about to be said is when my exes would really say my full name. Oh, I hate when my full name is, is spoken in conversation. Cause that just tells me like, you feel a way. And if I ask you what's up, what's going on? And you be like, nothing? Oh my God. That is the biggest lie right there. Yeah. If you, I, I would rather somebody say, I just don't want to talk about it right now, yeah. than to sit there and lie to me and say nothing. Yeah, if I call you by your full government, you're fucked up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how my mom, my, that's how my mom used to do. If right. My full government is because I fucked up. I'm just like, dog, we do not need that energy. Uh, what's another one? Yeah, you look good in that. Oh, the Lord. Not this Listen. one. Listen, this is essential right here. And only the real ones going to understand that if you value your friend, if you, if you value your friend and you value what they say and you value their opinion, don't ask them what you don't want the real answer to. I feel like people need to ask what they want the real answer to from the person that's going to give them the real answer. If you go to somebody that you know is going to tell you what you want to hear, that just tells me you're looking to hear what you want to hear. Am I like, am I correct in that? Because there's friends that'll FaceTime me and they'll FaceTime me and there's like titties in my face and they'd be like, should I wear this with this? Lord. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, well, what's, what's the other option? You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh my gosh, your titties is out. It's beyond that because it's just like, okay, you've already seen the titties or you already see my ass. Do you think this lingerie is cuter to take on the trip or should I take this? What do you think he might like? 
they'll call me and do that or they'll call me and be like do you think these shoes go with this or i'm trying to you know put in put an outfit together for him when he get back later do you think this and this? i am that person that has to make those decisions at all hours of the night that's crazy Thanks for checking out the Real Relationship Report. If you would like to support this podcast, you can support at shambypodden.com or you can go on Who Is Shan's Shop and purchase a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug. Let's get back to the show. That and guy- it's random. No man but ever call me asking me questions like that. Well, that's a well, that's a different <laughs> that's a, that's a double standard right there because women do this with women. Yeah, men, you're not calling your boy and be like, "Dog, should I use this dick or the long dick?" Yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> right. You you think she gonna like me in these boxes? Should I put on these boxes, nigga? If you don't get the fuck off my phone, um, but yeah. <laughs> we're not doing that but yeah i don't i don't ask the opinions of what looks good on me to people who won't give me an honest answer mm-hmm. and i know the people that hit me up for honest response and even in podcasting i know the podcast is just gonna hit me up and and discuss something with me and be like what you think mm-hmm. and i'll give it to them and they appreciate that and i feel like everybody needs to have that person so don't ever come to me personally and say, don't I look good in this? Because I'm going to tell you the real. There you go. I ain't going to embarrass you, but I'm going to be like, mm, I wanted to wear that with that. But if you want to, like, I'm going to give you my honest opinion every time. Um, This one right here is kind of tricky. And I feel like some people say it because they don't want to deal with the extra that might come with it when people be when something is done and somebody hits you with a don't worry about it mm-hmm. <laughs> it depends on what it is dungeon if somebody really went out their way and they missed out on something and they did something for me yeah. even though they tell me don't worry about it i'm the type of person where i'm gonna put money in your pocket without you seeing me yeah. or i'm a you know, do something nice for you and leave it somewhere where you can't give it back to me or you can't return it. Because I know a lot of people say, don't worry about it out of just being polite, but they really just like, they feel a loss or they're like, damn, or I could have had this or I missed out on this. And I'm just like, dog, no, there's no way I'm gonna let you do something nice for me and me not reciprocate. And mm-hmm. I don't understand people who don't reciprocate. Mm, yeah. It is thundering like shit outside. And there's not a lick of rain on the floor. And I'm pissed because he just cut this grass and it's going to grow like weeds. Um, <laughs> that's what I get every time. Every time. Um, everything will work out. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I feel like that's a long-winded way of saying, I don't give a fuck. That's not my problem. Uh, essentially, yes. 
it's just a polite way of saying, I don't give a fuck, that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when people are like in a funk or they feel at a loss um, or just shit is not working out or working in their favor, I don't tell them everything will work themselves out. I just listen and I try to um, ask them, okay, did you try this? Did you look here? Do you want me to do this for you? Is there something I could do to help? Like, I try to be realistic with my response and not like, let me say this so they can shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I, I just want people to be real about what they say. And if you can't be real about what you're going to say, don't say shit. Especially when people, somebody close to somebody dies. Uh-huh. I will never say, sorry for your loss. I know, you, I, I know what you're going through. I will never say that shit. I didn't know your relationship with this person. Exactly. I don't know why people feel comfortable saying that to people. <laughs> Like, people don't understand that sorry for your loss is enough. Condolences, my brother. You know? Yeah. I mean? That's it. Like, you don't have to do... People just don't know, like, when, when they don't have to do any extra. You know what I mean? hmm That's the ridiculous thing. They're like, oh, I feel like I need to say more. Like, no, you don't. You actually don't at all. Just give a genuine condolences, and that's it. Nothing more. Somebody said today that sympathy is saying something so they can shut up about it and empathy is showing up and sitting with them and asking what they need to help or just giving them your time. Uh, and I was like, that makes sense. Yep, certainly does. Because <laughs> I don't know, no sympathy card that ever made me feel better. Yeah, right. Oh my, like, oh my God, I'm so sad. These people got me a card. Let me read it and see everybody that signed it. What? Yeah, right. Exactly. Fuck about that. My dog died, nigga. I don't give a fuck about that card. Um, fuck that card, nigga. Right. Uh, what's another lie? Do you really think I would do that? Oh, man. That's, that's a lie. I feel like that's a lot heavier on, on the male side. It's not, it it's, not, it's not like a man when you said it. Like, I don't even hear women that be like, you really think I would do it? Like, that's not like a nigga lie. You know what I mean? Just yeah. I feel like when men say that, it's kind of like, it's like dodging a ball of, um, this is your time to be honest. This is your time to tell me what actually happened. And they hit you with a, Instead of me give you more details, do you really think I would do that? Yeah, because yes, I did. That's why I said it, and now I know you did it. Period. You, you reiterated the question. You insulting, insulting my intelligence. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, sir, if if when I met you, you was cheating, and you was cheating on somebody that was doing more than me. Uh-huh. Why do you feel like? You giving me your word on what you did and what you didn't do, I was gonna take. Yeah, right. Please, please believe it. Like, come on! I didn't see too much. I didn't heard too much. 
I will never put myself in a position to have to take your word. I'm not doing it. If, if you if you defeat the odds, great. But I'm going to act like I got to do this myself. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just smart. Um, when men say this, instead of just being like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm still dealing with that. Let's do something else. When they say she didn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. Let me say if you got to say a woman ain't mean nothing to you, then you wouldn't even make effort to let anybody know she ain't mean nothing to you. It would have been evident. Exactly. It would have been like you brought some girl to a barbecue yesterday and then you show up in front of your family that was at the barbecue yesterday with somebody different. That tells me more that the girl yesterday ain't mean shit. Please believe it. <laughs> but if every time you going somewhere, she wish you like Robin and Batman. If if you go to the barbershop, she with you. If you go out to eat, she with you. When you sick, she with you. And then all of a sudden, she not with you no more. And you're coming by yourself. Stop yeah. fronting like, like that woman didn't mean nothing to you. Exactly. Because we know she did. And, you know, women do it too. Women will be like, oh, whatever. I got such and such. I got more men on my roster. I ain't worried about that. He can da 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 ridiculous all you had to say is i don't talk to him anymore and we could have all moved on in the conversation yeah it's like and and that's also how you know somebody really done with you is when they don't give you no energy you be looking at that phone that phone is still dry from yesterday because they're not giving you no energy <laughs> you, be, you be talking to a mutual friend and they don't bring up that such and such is asking about you or they keep asking me about you they ain't giving you no energy you see such and such in a store or in a mall you walk past they don't even say anything to you you don't say nothing to them they don't look back they ain't giving you no energy no energy but if you blowing up somebody's phone or you getting these anonymous block calls and they hanging up or somebody honking the horn in front of your house early in the morning every morning when they know when they you got to go to work like in about 30 minutes and they know your schedule the odds are this person still upset Mm, that's true but at the same time, if you see somebody acting like that, do not think that that shit is cute. Do not think that, oh my God, they really want me. Because a lot of young people and a lot of old, stupid people be taking that as, oh, they really about you or they really want to be with you because look how they acting. They acting like that because they're childish. Exactly. You shouldn't be impressed. That shit is not like how real relationships are supposed to happen Uh you know what i'm saying um love jones those two people were not together they were just fucking (laughs) yep who else brown sugar those are very close friends that had a lot of sexual tension that just started fucking um what's another one there's so many movies that give you this idea of what 
real love is supposed to look like and what what it looks like when you're supposed to be meant to be uh-huh. but it's on the foundation of nothing's established a lot of bullshit was going on and we just sufficed our urges by fucking yeah and all we showed you was the fucking scenes we didn't show you yes. the conversations after or what happened yes. or we were mad at each other we just showed you the fucking and laying in bed after talking crazy and that's not how relationships work. And I feel like that's how people get bored and, and stupid arguments start, start happening because you really don't know how to maintain this relationship after those little parts. Yep. Um, this one right here, and this goes to all of the um, past mama's boys um mm-hmm. and the future man where well, i hope he's not a mama's boy but <laughs> but has respect for his mom when they when a man try to make their woman feel better about their mom be like you know my mom love you or my mom does not hate you a lot of these men's moms do not like their women mm-hmm. And I feel like you more so get that from a mom that's single and doesn't have a man. Yep. And that man is like a stand-up guy and he shows up for his mom and his mom kind of looks at you by default as somebody just going to take our time. You definitely do because my mom has loved every single one of my girlfriends. Now, I also don't pick raggedy-ass girlfriends to date. Because <laughs> right. I'm only only meets people I'm in a serious relationship with. She don't meet mm-hmm. jump off. She don't meet, you know. Oh, we just fucking chill. Me none of that. She meets women I'm in a relationship with. So, but every last one of them, she's been like, "Ah, oh, I love her so much." And I'm like, when the breakup happens, I'm like, "Yo, stop contacting her. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit over. Don't don't keep talking to me about her. Don't talk to her no more. So it's over. You know what I mean? So, but but I also come from. A household, a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. So you might be right, you might be right on the, or onto something. Some moms don't let go. Yeah, yeah. Some moms don't let go. Like my first ex from high school, I could call his mom right now. We could have a whole conversation, Kiki. Mm-hmm. But I also, I knew my boundary. I knew that I cannot give him the gratification of knowing I talked to his mom this week. So he could feel like there's still a chance. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? No, I can't do that. And I don't have nothing against his mom, but I know that's not my position to call and check in on your mom and have conversations with your mom. It doesn't even have to be about you, but I really just be calling to check in on her because she lives by herself in a whole different state. But you just, I think women have to stop that. Women, women, let me talk to them right now, have to stop going to their ex's family's house just because y'all were once cool. Yo, let me tell you. <laughs> yo, ladies, stop doing that shit, yo. Once that shit's over, move the fuck on. Stop trying to come to cookouts. Stop trying to come to family functions. If that's what you wanted, you should have stayed with that man. You know what I mean? Like, don't be trying to hold on to that family activity after you're single and then he got a whole nother girlfriend and you still showing up to make shit uncomfortable. Don't do that. 
Because, you know, yeah. like, I know you're trying to act like you weren't intentionally doing that, but you know uh, unconsciously in your head you are because you know what kind of scene you're setting. You know your ex is right. going to be like, yo, this is kind of weird, and you know his girl ain't going to be with it. You know what I mean? And don't think just because he's dating a white girl that she's going to let that shit slide either. You right. I mean? Y'all going to stop talking about white women like they ain't got no kind of backbone. That's about to be a whole nother episode. These new ones do. <laughs> These new ones do. Yeah, look, sure, we gonna have a whole episode with a white woman on it, where she gonna be like, "You ain't just gonna do whatever the fuck you want to me," you know? Right. <laughs> like so, because these niggas gotta understand. I'm like, yo, shit ain't like that no more, man. Everything is changing. But those women that keep doing the, let me try and hold on as long as I can, even though this nigga ain't got a whole nother relationship and a baby with this person, but I'm yeah. still around the family functions and cookouts. Yo, grow the fuck up and go get another man. Right. Stop. It all get you a stud, like, but leave this thing in the fucking house. <laughs> Not a stud. You still hanging on to a previous relationship that hard? Nah, bro. Like, come on, uh, man. Let me tell you something. I remember one time when I was in college and I was staying at my aunt's house. It was around Christmas. Oh. And my cousin, who is her son, was there sleeping in her walk-in closet on the floor. Oh. Okay. With his pregnant girlfriend. Wow. In his mom's room and they're in her walk-in closet on the floor with a, on a pallet while she invited his ex-girlfriend from high school to visit for Christmas. Yo. <laughs> Let me tell you how disrespectful it was to watch this shit. That's sad. And- and she gave the ex-girlfriend from college the guest room upstairs. Oh, good Lord. When I tell you I was so happy that I had to work, I said, I'm, I need to get out of this house because this shit right here don't make no <laughs> sense. This is so toxic. Yeah, like, this is just toxicity at its best level. And the whole family that's cool with having it going down. Yeah! Yeah. What's up, Bad Bunny J? But that was crazy. Um, but yeah, that was uh my list. Like, learn to let go, learn to be honest with people. A lot of the reason why you have met people who give horrible sex is because people that in their past were not honest with them. People in their past looked at it like oh, this girl is horrible. I'm never going to fuck her again, but I'm going to just go ahead and get my nut. And I'm not going to explain to her that her shit is horrible. (laughs) And so she takes it as, oh, I know my shit not horrible because I be getting numbers, men be taking me out, and, you know, but do they repeat? Are they repeat offenders? Nope. No. No. And there's a reason why they're not repeat offenders. And women. A lot of women don't care to tell men that their head is horrible. A lot of women don't care to tell men that the dick is not dicking. And so men have this illusion that, oh, I got a big dick. Ain't no woman ever complain. Because she knew that was going to be her first and her last time. Mm-hmm. You know and what I'm saying? Also, I feel like that comes a lot with uh, the uh, color, skin color entitlement. You light skinned niggas do a lot more of that than those darkies do. Darkies, 
we already know we can't just be out here being entitled. We got to put in work in every way possible. We got to suck clits and, and all that and make sure a woman gets hers. And we got to pipe them down. Make sure she get hers. Like, if not, a woman will tell a darkie real quick, oh, you ain't shit. But you light-skinned niggas. Okay, I don't do that, okay? I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know, shit. I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) There is, is I have a darkest ex that Mm. has had the the biggest out of all of them. Mm. And (laughs) let me tell you, the mouthpiece is whack. The dick is not whack, but it's just too big, and I don't like it. Yeah. But I know women who may like big may think, oh, this is amazing. Cool. But you cannot give me head. You cannot serve me dick. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just not for me, literally, physically. You know what I'm saying? And Uh then a lighter skin tone man that I've had. He can't give head to save his life. Because he don't want to give head. He don't want to save his life. That's the thing. Ah! <laughs> you know, and, and, and that might be that might be it too. But at the same time, for him to get how far he got he has gotten with multiple women and still to this day just be like, I don't really do that. That's not something I do. As like an excuse. No. It's because y'all let him get away with it. Yo, look, the reason my skin brothers are so entitled is because of y'all, not because of <laughs> us. But yeah. Okay, this, this, this is... You talk to these niggas in the barbershop all the time. They're the most arrogant motherfuckers out here, yo. Okay, what? they are. But let me tell you this. This is my... This is me. I don't judge women for me. I can only see for me. If, If we don't have plans long term to be anything i'm not going to invest my one-on-one this is how you deal with this pussy with no man because why would i teach you and release you yes and that's because if we do the statistics the light-skinned man is the least sought after for long-term relationships. Why? Because <laughs> he don't do what he's supposed to do in the bedroom. He's, he's, he's peak level attractive with his light gray eyes and his light oh But at the end of the day, it's just like back in the back in the day. A slave and field niggas, we come in, we got the big dicks, and we put in work because Massa has beat us to a point where all we know how to do is work. We, we, it's just like y'all be massive when y'all be like, eat that pussy with a yell so massive. Like, that's what we do. And that's why <laughs> like us big, dark, skin gorilla niggas. You know what I mean? Because oh we're God. willing to work. Light-skinned niggas is always in the house. They was always humping up on Massa's wife. Getting the this easy This theory is crazy. We was getting, them niggas getting the easy pussy. Us? We was in the slave barn, 109 degrees outside. Oh my God. I have... A stroke while busting your ass and then making sure our <laughs> children weren't turning the slaves too early. Oh my God. Us okay. built for war. We built for war. And I challenge you to come after me and say they are built for war better than us because they not. You definitely have to have a want to as a man 
to please women regardless of what skin tone you are because I've had it horrible with both but at the same time it's just it's hard to find the person where y'all chemistry is good y'all good when y'all not doing that and y'all good when y'all doing that that is a hard trifecta to find uh-huh. and um if you find some if you found someone where all three of those are fair but y'all need to work on some shit, just work on it because it's just not worth it to not work on shit and then think you about to be out here and you about to find you a great white you're not uh-huh. about to find you a great white and when i say great white i'm not talking about skin tone i'm talking about someone who can give you the the tree for tree yep you'll find something okay. you ain't gonna find what you want no <laughs> no it's just like them them old nasty men that be at the bars that they have no business being at talking about what they're gonna do to you sir i don't want you to touch me uh. <laughs> like them men are vicious but um yeah, that was our show. We know you lying. And we also know that these men that be like, oh, I'm an alpha, we know you're lying. Uh, because al- real alpha men, real leaders don't have to say that they're leaders or alphas. They just present themselves a way where you just command that. Okay? So stop talking. Stop saying that. Um, stop saying that you demand someone to be submissive. Because if you got to demand it, then there's nothing about you that makes a woman feel comfortable to do for you. Like, uh, shit is really evident. We know you're lying. So those are the biggest lies told to stay in a relationship, in a situationship by men and women. Men lie. Women lie. You just got to find your balance with a person that's just, like, off the bullshit. And uh, it's rare that you do find somebody off the bullshit, but good luck. Facts. Uh, Welcome us back. Be back. We'll be back in another two weeks. Y'all be good. Dungeon, enjoy your night. And, um, yeah. Y'all y'all be good. Prepare for us. We got some shit coming up for y'all. Oh, yeah. We've been digging. Dungeon been sending me things. Yeah, we've been sending other stuff. So we got some topics coming up. uh, Some feelings are going to be hurting these streets, but. You know, we do it from love, from a love. Y'all gonna be better people. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Later. We out. Peace. Thank you again for checking out the Real Relationship Report. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast app, and I'll check y'all.